the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ed Martin here on a Pro-America Report. Great to be together. We have another great show lined out today. We will get to uh, some incredible guests. John Mills, John Mills, retired colonel, uh, U.S. Army, is our guest. He is... um, well, he's a patriot. He's a wonderful guy, real friendly, interesting guy. He's written a book, and the book is uh, pretty extraordinary. Um, the Nation Will Follow, and it's about his experiences with the deep state, but it's also about an action plan for the American citizen. He's worth listening to, and we'll listen to him in a few moments. Then we'll speak with Trish Gardner. She is a manager for an effort to go across the country and appreciate our veterans through the Wreaths Across America program, which started out as – A businessman had some extra wreaths, put them on the Arlington Arlington National Cemetery graves in 1992, maybe 93. And then over the years, it's grown into this incredible dedicated service to put a wreath on every veteran's tomb, excuse me, veteran's uh, headstone, sometimes tomb, all across the country. It's really cool. But she, Trish Gardner, heads up a, a mobile unit that goes across educating about our veterans, appreciating them. It's very cool. And I encourage you to pay attention in the next couple of months to these great traditions. This one comes right before Christmas. Uh, we'll talk about that. Reach Across America with Trish Gardner. And um, she's a n- nice lady. I'm looking forward to talking with her. But first... What we have to get to is what you need to know. What you need to know today is about the Chinese. The Chinese communist regime has uh, emerged from their um, every five-year meetings, a kind of convention, and they have uh, stayed the course. They're stuck with Chairman Xi, and they are staying the course, and their course is to uh, dominate their neighbors, continue world economic damage, uh, domination, and damage America. And let me tell you about the twin, the twin, the twin attacks, the two attacks that are taking place against America right now, and that is fentanyl, the drug, and digital fentanyl, also known as TikTok, also known as TikTok. So here's what the Chinese communist regime is doing. They are sending to America uh, via the cartels in Mexico the drug fentanyl or they're sending the component parts, the necessary parts to Mexico where they put the drugs together. But be that as it may, no matter how you like it, however, however you put it together, we have fentanyl coming from China, from the communist regime, and it's coming into America and it's killing thousands and thousands, up to 100,000 Americans every year, killing them. It's not maiming them. It's not debilitating them. It's not causing them heartache, headache. It's not causing them problems. It's killing them. And then we have the digital fentanyl, also known as TikTok. And TikTok is a communist-owned social media platform that is designed to change your brain and designed to change how you see and feel and understand things. It's designed that way by the communist regime, TikTok, a social media app. In America, it's available to anyone of any age for as many hours in the day as they can possibly look at it. It's designed to be addictive. It's designed to be damaging. And it's very, very effective at being addictive and being damaging. In China, you may only use TikTok if you're over the age of, I think it's 16, maybe it's 18. You can only use it 
for a limited time if you're under that age, maybe an hour a day, something like that. And more importantly, in America, TikTok algorithms send you just disgusting, deadening, addictive, terrible things. Not always pornographic and not always gross, but a lot of times. But more importantly, addictive, damaging, not life-fulfilling, etc. In China, the communist regime will only allow you in TikTok, especially young people, to receive certain content. It's content that educates. Think of Khan Academy, uh, content that gives you inspiration. Think of uh, inspirational verses, even the Bible. I'm not sure Chinese regime will do that. But the point is, they're sending to us the TikTok that is killing our families, our kids. They're sending us digital fentanyl called TikTok. So this is the communist regime. Well, in the last six months or so, and over the last four years, we have seen the American government and the American leadership stand up to China. First, it was Donald Trump saying we're going to do tariffs and we're not going to tolerate this. We're not going to tolerate the intellectual theft, et cetera. And now comes this uh, bipartisan bill that passed that had to do with uh, chip technology, transistor check technology, and the Chinese are mad about it. Go figure. The Chinese are mad about it. They're not happy that we're standing up for ourselves and for our country. So much so that the Chinese foreign ministry has put out a speech, put out a, uh, a speech that tells us how upset they are and tells us that they, they will not tolerate the fact that we're doing this. And they go on great lengths. And here's the key that I want to tell you. In the last four years, both parties, Republican and Democrat, have decided that they will decouple from China. And that's a phrase that has been used um, maybe back for two and a half, three years. Chris Fenton, who wrote, wrote a book, uh, which I had him on the show a number of times. Chris Fenton is a, originally a uh, business guy. He worked, uh, he worked in the um, TV and the movie industry, and he, he was um, uh, influential in making sure that the uh, 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 American movies were made in China, partnered with him, and he wrote a book called Feeding the Dragon Inside the Trillion Dollar Dilemma Facing Hollywood, the NBA, and American Business. And he, in it, he, he recounts how the Chinese basically took advantage of the American businesses until they had what they needed, which is they learned how to do it. And then they dropped them. They dumped them. They stole as much as they could. They co-opted as much as they could. And they dumped them. This is what happened to many technology companies. They either had forced tech transfer where you're forced into a deal where you transfer your technology and the technology secrets, or they steal it outright and reverse engineer it or, or just steal the patent or steal the, the, uh, the uh, patented materials, the patented plans. So what we're seeing is America standing up to the Chinese. Here's what I want to point out. I never saw the Chinese regime use the phrase that so many Americans have used. In this video, which I'll put up on social media, the Chinese foreign ministry is saying decoupling and disrupting industrial, manu industrial what's the phrase, the industri indus industry and supply chains will cut oneself off even as it hurts oneself. China does not see decoupling or disrupting uh, industrial and supply chains as uh, any, something that could stop Chinese development. Here's my point. I'll put this up on social media. China and the communist regime has noticed that the Americans are decoupling. We Americans have decided we're not going to take it any longer, and we're decoupling. Now, they're threatening. They're threatening us. 
They're threatening. They're saying, you know, this is going to be bad for you, but they're paying attention. For the first time in a really long time, the Chinese regime appears to be paying attention. And that move, and I, I say this, giving some credit to the Biden administration, because the Trump administration fearlessly did it. The Biden administration has done some of it especially the CHIPS Act, which they were sort of forced into doing because it was bipartisan. But they were standing up to the Chinese. And what the Chinese are saying is we're going to make it hurt. And I have friends that are in the the chip industry, the tech industry, and they say it is going to hurt. There's going to be aspects of this that if the Chinese regime wants to hurt the uh, manufacturers, wants to damage things, they might. Now, they'll hurt themselves, too. They'll hurt the Chinese economy. But, you know, the Chinese regime is able to hurt its economy because the people have nowhere to go. You can't vote out. Chairman Xi, that, 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 that's not a thing. So this is a, uh, a watershed in terms of the words used. It still is a beginning of a long process, or maybe it's the middle of the beginning of a long process. But good for America that we're standing up to the people, to the Chinese regime in a very specific way. So that was that's a good sign, and uh, we will um, uh, look for other signs and be ready for it. So there you go. All right, we uh, will take a break. When we come back, well, like I mentioned, we will speak with uh, two great guests, uh, Colonel John Mills, retired Army man, as well as uh, Trish Gardner of the Reach Across America. We'll be right back. It's Ed Martin here on a Pro-America Report. Don't forget, go to ProAmericaReport.com. Sign up for the daily email there. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on a Pro-America Report a while ago now. It's been a couple of months. Uh, we had my old friend uh, on the program, uh, re- retired uh, Colonel uh, John Mills uh, was with us. He talked about his book, which was then just out, I think. it was. It's called The Nation Will Follow, Firsthand Experiences Fighting the Deep State. And this is the important part, uh, uh, Colonel. is. And then the next part of this phrase, and the action plan for the American citizen. And a few weeks ago, maybe last week, uh, one of the Colonel's uh, folks sent me a copy of the book as an audible which is very smart or an audiobook very smart of them because i can listen to it when i'm driving and i spend a bunch of my time driving my kids around and soccer practice and uh, and that kind of stuff so he's joining us uh, retired colonel john mills welcome sir how are you Oh, Ed, thank you so much. Always an honor to be with you on your show. Well, I was looking at your uh, stuff getting ready, and I thought it was pretty cool to say um, you've been working as a professional, either in the Army or um, also privately, in what you what's described as five eras, the Cold War, the Peace Dividend, the War on Terror, World in Chaos, and now what you call the Great Power Showdown. Um, so first, uh, Colonel John Mills, and I want to make sure we'll get to your book, I promise, but when you look out at the world, World and you see um, Russia, superpower, nuclear superpower, fighting with um, the uh, Ukrainians and the world sort of uh, drawn into that. But then you look across and you see uh, Chairman Xi have a, a Congress and get another five year term and China. I don't know there's no is there any other way to say it? ascendant, at least in terms of consolidating their power. Who knows what they're saying is true about their economy or anything else? What's the, what's your assessment of the sort of showdown we're in? That's the phrase I think you use. What, what are you? Where are we? Well, yes, uh, yeah. The, the show, the great power showdown, and the battle to save the republic simultaneously. <laughs> it, right in, 
inside and outside battle for American citizens. Well, lost in the noise of Xi's uh, speeches on Sunday, um, uh, which is Monday, would be Monday their time, Sunday our time, and going on this week, uh, last Thursday, the Biden administration clamped down really hard on Americans who are uh, helping with chip production in China. So they, these U.S. persons are now under, under uh, they're in violation of U.S. export control laws if they continue to work as of Thursday. This was kind of a no-notice, jarring uh, announcement. It should have been in place several years ago. But, okay, equate this to July 1941, when Roosevelt said, Japan, that's it. You are cut off from oil and rubber in Malaya, which started the clock and and started the clock to the strike on Pearl Harbor. This Biden uh, clampdown is is going to be ferociously harmful to the Chinese. Why are they doing it this time when there's also very reasonable and growing questions on whether Hunter and even his dad and members of the administration are bought off by China? Well, it's uh, uh, there is great interest in resurrecting simultaneously resurrecting chip production in America on a much greater scale. And you do have a very strong bipartisan and cheerleading squad for this. However, uh, this is a jarring, again, I'm, I think it's a good idea, should have been done several years ago, but it is the effectively the equivalent of cutting Japan off from oil and rubber in July of 1941. It is, it is asphyxiating, it is deadly to China. What, uh, what will their response be? And, and let me say it differently, was this done in part because they knew somebody knew or had a sense of how she would be saber-rattling on Taiwan? I mean, was it, you know, nothing happened in a vacuum, I can't imagine that this. The timing of this is just uh, total coincidence. So, you know, what is your what is your sense? Is this um, are they related? And and more importantly, uh, what's next? Well, I think uh, we are clearly uh, on a prelude to war and conflict. I don't mean to be alarmist in any way, but I want to be a realist and uh, be 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 honest uh, and transparent about what's going on. Uh, there are alarming indicators. Uh, I, I said last fall, the junior partner Russia would kick off a conflict in the Ukraine, but the main game, the big game, is the very senior partner of China and their their movement toward the uh, uh, to the east toward Taiwan and beyond. And once they move toward Taiwan, and it was this is not my words. This is uh, this is uh, the Indo Pacific commander uh, who said this about Guam, which is U.S. sovereign territory, is. Guam is a target in any conflict. That means once once China makes a move on Taiwan, there will be missiles raining down on U.S. territory. Okay, well, that wasn't exactly what I was um, bringing you on to talk about, but I mean, I hear you, and I'm glad I asked you, and I think that it's important. uh, You know, I I don't think, as you say, no one's covering it. We're covering uh, Ukraine and other things. Um, So uh, let's move for a second. Let's go over to your book. The nation will follow first-hand experiences fighting the deep state. First, that part. When I read your book, and it's been a while now, and and I have to say I was jumping around with the audio book in the last week, but um, 
you know, your experience firsthand, what you talked about, uh, what you observe now, does any of it surprise you when you see the FBI offered a million dollars to a witness? Uh, you know, uh, the other aspects of sort of getting under the hood of some of these uh, participation of either FBI informants or sponsors or something in in some of whether it's the Michigan uh, supposed kidnapping or January 6th. Any, any of this surprise you or is it sort of what you expect and you're sort of like, hey, this is what I've been talking about? This is exactly what I've been talking about. And I think uh, there's far more to come, whether it's Durham or whether it's a America First Congress in January. I think there is a lot more to it. This goes back to when the FBI was just absolutely no question about spying on, uh, was it James Rubin and Cheryl Atkinson? This is an out-of-control law enforcement and intelligence community that needs a complete remaking and redoing. So I'm not surprised at all, and this malfeasance is just breathtaking. And they're desperate. They're desperate to do, because they don't want they don't want everything revealed and they don't want more revealed because this is this just shows utter corruption. And yes, this is exactly what I was talking about in the book. Um, and when you hear uh, people talking about addressing it, so you see either policymakers or pundits, uh, candidates, they say we're going to get to the bottom of this. Um What's the real path there? We're talking with Colonel John Mills, by the way. His website is thenationwillfollow.com, thenationwillfollow.com. You can uh, find his book there and order it there through the website, thenationwillfollow.com. But what's the, what's the real path forward for accountability uh, of the deep state? Is it, it, it is, And maybe let's pretend that there's going to be a Republican House and even a Republican Senate. So you have a new Congress uh, come January. What's their path forward for accountability and, 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 uh, and oversight? Real, not just uh, sound bites on Fox News, but some something something sub- substantial well i mean i think the uh, Cong- u.s congress does have arrest authority with their own police not department of justice and fbi but we are at a point where they have to make demonstrative examples out of uh, both through impeachments and yes actual arrest congress you know when i'm talking about the before and after world war ii era before world war ii i mean into the 1800s uh, you congress has made arrests of those who are not cooperative so i think they need to be demonstrative a very, very aggressive because this we are at a state of losing the republic. Um, but it's also that's the national level. But the the deep staters, the swamp, the elites stand upon and would not stand if it wasn't for corruption at the local level in our counties. And right here in print, I want everybody after reading this book, to be a Loudoun County, Virginia parent, but I also want them to be a Prince William County parent in Virginia. Mm. That's my county. Yeah. We now have a criminal indictment of the registrar <laughs> that I fought with and that when you and I first yeah, met. Yeah, I remember that. I, yep, yep. She is now, uh, the former registrar is now under felony indictment by the the, uh, the wonderful Attorney General Jason Miares, who I was asked to come in and brief earlier this year. She's now under federal indictment. I've also been um, uh, having civil but uh, uh, very forceful engagements with the current registrar, who has now has announced their resignation. Uh, and I'm in regular contact with other uh, uh, power groups within the county, including the sheriff. Uh, 
And again, the attorney general and, and these groups would talk with anyone. This is not any kind of I'm not implying a special relationship, but uh, obviously uh, I've established a certain amount amount of gravitas and uh, a subject matter expertise where obviously in my county and state, they want to talk to me. They want to talk to me because they want to know. And with this Kenick situation, everybody watch this Kenick situation. This is where the liberal district attorney of Los Angeles, George Gascon, has criminally indicted uh, Eugene Yu of Kenick, which makes election machine paraphernalia and, uh, and election machine equipment. We'll just call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because they were storing uh, election official information, pr- private information in China. And now it's turning out very likely even more information this is explosive and incendiary and blows the that blows the lid off of any there's no china connection well uh eugene Yu, a naturalized american was storing election inf- related information in china no that that is at this point that is factually established and now he's being uh he just was i believe he was just uh uh, uh transition from Michigan to California to face criminal prosecution. Mm. This is explosive. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. And uh, thanks to uh, um, um, it's uh, oh, my oh, my good uh, Catherine and Greg Phillips. Uh, oh, true. Uh, the vote. True. The vote. Yeah. 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 True. true. The vote that a, a month ago was being charged as election deniers uh, was being uh, and a uh, Kenick was going to, you know, uh, uh, sue them just like uh, Dominion has sued others. And then, oh, 30 days later, guess what? The Kenick CEO is uh, now in jail. Isn't that huh. interesting? Uh, John Mills, we're talking with John Mills, a retired uh, army colonel and a uh, long experience in, in uh, government uh, service, both in the military and, uh, and in the intelligence uh, fields. Um, uh, colonel, I, we're finishing up. I got to finish up. And we'll, again, I will have you back again. The website is the nation will follow.com. Uh, but tell our folks in particular, I always liked your, your book because the, the, the title, because at the end it says um, you say, uh, and what an action plan and an action plan. What, tell me, give me, give me the contours of you know, we're a month or so from an election, a little bit uh, less. What's what's in your action plan in these days for people to do? Well, uh, I'm going to be a sworn election official. That's somebody working behind the counter. And that's step one. Everybody needs to uh, do duty as a sworn election official behind the counter, not as a poll watcher. Everybody gets these confused. It's taken me three years just to explain to a lot of self-appointed election experts and uh, and even the, the GOP elements because, oh, that's a poll watcher in Virginia. No, no. We're talking about the officials behind the counter that count the votes. So right. that's step, step one. No matter where you live in America, everybody needs to spend time behind the counter being a sworn election official because about 95% of these people are are temporarily deputized and sworn in and they are just common citizens. So that's step one. But be a known personality and figure in front of your county council, school board, registrar, election board, judges, sheriffs, and prosecutors. Speak with authority. Don't be ugly, mean, uh, uh, hostile, or or violent. (laughs) Right. But establish a gravitas and speak with authority because these are these seven groups of officials, every every one of the thirty three hundred county or county equivalents in America have these set seven common functions and titles. And uh, they may be called a little bit differently, but 
if you speak with authority, having spent time reading state law, even if these groups are honest, they will act very, very differently when you call, visit, or show up because right. you will establish respect. And at the, we don't need lawyers. Everybody says, I need a lawyer to do this. No, you don't. That's a very bad idea. Do it yourself, and uh, you will. it'll be amazing, the impact. Just right here in Prince William County. I have been I have become a force to be reckoned with. Well, and that's, you know, let me just say, and Colonel uh, John Mills, I'm sorry, I'm going to run out of time, but I want to just say showing up. Right. I mean, I I hate to be so blunt, but um, your message is, hey, understand what's going on. Understand where to show up. Don't just, you know, as you said, get behind. I tell people eyes inside, not just eyes outside where you're looking over the counter, but, you know, go and get trained and be an inside poll worker so you can get eyes inside. Know how it goes and don't disappear. Right. I mean, don't come just for the day of Um, one of the things, John, uh, Colonel John Mills, our guest. And again, uh, send you to his website, thenationwillfollow.com. That's his book. Um, The letters you wrote, the interactions you had. I remember your very first time we met, you said, hey, I keep telling people, don't be a, a jerk. Just because you're right doesn't mean you can be a jerk, right? Be a nice person, be friendly, be open, be honest, upfront about your concerns. Don't be dishonest. Don't be lying or hiding, but but don't be uh, a jerk. And it's uh, you know showing up with class and smarts. Uh, and I think your book, The Nation Will Follow, is helpful uh, primer, both to understand where you come from and then what to do. So we'll have you back again, Colonel. I've got to run, unfortunately. Thank you for the book and thank you for all you're doing. And we'll talk very soon. Well, you bet, Ed. Thank you. It's always an honor to be with you. Looking forward to the next time. Thank you so much. Good to be with you. John Mills, everybody. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. It's Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Back in a moment. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. You know, it was about a year ago, probably a little less than a year ago, that uh, I had a guest on the program uh, from Wreaths Across America, uh, wreathsacrossamerica.org, talking about uh, what they were doing. And they were they had a big buildup for Christmas, obviously, wreaths, people associated with that. But I recently became aware, and I, I'm grateful to have a chance uh, to talk with Trish Gardner. She is the manager of a specific program that developed out of Reach Across America, and that is the Mobile Education Exhibit, where across the country, um, the exhibit goes to help uh, talk about why Reach Across America started, why it's important, and especially uh, to talk about the um, uh, veterans and why we support them and how. There's a lot of issues around veterans that are sort of, uh, it's not surprising to us, but we're more and more aware of them. Uh, The suicide issue, problem of suicide, mental health, and all that. So uh, first of all, welcome, uh, Karen. Uh, thank you uh, for coming on as, uh, uh, excuse me, not Karen, Trish Gardner. Karen is uh, one that works for Reads Across America. Trish Gardner, the manager uh, of this great effort called the Mobile Education Exhibit. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to be here today. So first, tell me, when, when people go to this, who goes? Like, when you arrive in a town, there's two things I noticed. One, you, you need, you need not need, but you have a local sponsor. So there's a sort of community sort of active already thinking about this. But who comes to this in your experience? So um, the meeting, usually when it comes to town, is sponsored by one of our sponsorship groups. We yep. have over 6,000 of them that support wow. about 3,300 locations hmm. wow. around the United States, Guam, and Puerto Rico. Um, people who come to the meet are patriots, basically. Uh, they're friends of the people that are supporting the, uh, fun- the, the meet in their area. They are people that are just curious about Reese Cross America. I see the meet as our biggest tool in getting mm. 
out there in front of everyone because that's our biggest challenge. Um, only six of 20 people have ever heard of Reese Across America. Do you um, do do you you know, I, I mentioned to you off the air that I um, live uh, now in northern Virginia and I work in Washington a lot, even though my own organization's uh, based in Missouri and the show originates in San Diego. Uh, but um uh, it's stunning to still go down to the Vietnam Memorial and see people come and you can tell they're either visiting for a family member or, you know, the age of the person you can see sometimes they're wearing uh, veterans garb. Do you find that veterans come? Uh, do you find that students are, are come? Uh, you know, class trips are a wonderful tool uh, yes, for, for teaching to to schools. And um, we just had a big event out in uh, Elko, Nevada with uh-huh. a school. We got over 1100 students through that day. Um, they got to go to the auditorium and see a little presentation then they got to go through the me it's amazing to watch Mm. students go through the me because you know they have no idea until they actually get inside and see everything in the video and they see how important it is Uh, we get a lot of veterans we get a lot of daughters that bring their vietnam veteran fathers Hmm. Uh, we have pinned over 955 vietnam veterans welcome them home this year we've had over 136 events in 22 states about um 13 almost 14,000 people have come through our me this year and we have been at places with the moving wall and it's it's amazing to be there and see them go up to the wall and then they come inside to us and we welcome them home. It's just beautiful. Um, we're, we're talking again. I should make sure to say wreaths, uh, wreaths across America.org is the website. Um, and, uh, we're talking about upcoming events and we'll put up on social media when they're coming. I know they're one of the reasons I got flagged, Trish. Um, we're talking with Trish Gardner, the manager of the, uh, of the effort. One of the reasons I got flagged is because Missouri, I've got so many friends and family there, um, that people were interested about the mobile education exhibit, which will be coming through there. But let me pause and, and, and point out to people the story is pretty extraordinary. So th- there's a family from, um, Maine. And and in the early '90s, the owner of a, of a, the Worcester Wreath Company, his name himself is a Moral Worcester, started this out. And he's a self-made guy. Went down to D.C. and he saw Arlington National Cemetery, which if you haven't seen, it moves you like it does Jefferson Barracks Cemetery in, in Missouri, other place, every place where there's those military things. But Arlington's got a certain uh, certain ability to sort of catch your uh, imagination. And starting in the '90s, he did this that where he'd come down in the holiday season, put wreaths out, and uh, and did it for years. I don't know, almost 15 years. Nobody noticed. And he just did it. I mean, in other words, it wasn't famous like it is now. I think people know about it. And then I guess in 2005, somebody saw it and they realized, hey, and it became this sort of whole movement uh, to do this wherever there are veterans. And it's really extraordinary. If you want to get involved, if you go to uh, wreathsacrossamerica.org, you can get on their email list. You can sign up to be a, a sponsor. You can sign up to volunteer. Uh, lots of scouts and different groups do it. So back for a second, and you can add it if you'd like to my description uh, at any time, uh, Trish, but back, back to the mobile education exhibit. What can people do that are listening uh, to find out about it and then to engage on it? What, what's your recommendations? Walk us through that. So social media is great for us. Uh, we post where we're going to be on our Facebook page. We have the Reese Across America official Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Every month we put out where we're going so you can see where we're going to be in your area. Currently, we're moving into Kansas. We're dipping down to Atlanta for a Delta event and going to Buford National. And then we're heading your way out to Missouri to see my good friend who lives uh, in Cedar Hill who takes Mm. care of Jefferson Barracks. Um, So, you know, it's great. We get to move across the country. Um, We're already planning on next year. 
Uh, next year, we'll start out in California, move to Arizona, uh, over to Texas, up through Tennessee, Kentucky, and then we'll go up the eastern seacoast to make our way back to Maine for Race Across America Day. And um, that's what I was going to get to. That that's that may be what people can um, can hear more about. If you're if you if it doesn't if this year you don't get you, you, it's not close to you where the uh, where the mobile uh, education exhibit's coming, you can be involved. And so w- I just was looking on the website again, wreathsacrossamerica.com. Um, when you volunteer, you can sign up to place wreaths uh, on wreath day. What day is wreath day? It, it is a. Di- I know every year it's a Saturday, right? Or is it a Saturday or Sunday? It's Some- all uh, this year. It's Saturday. December the 17th. Okay. Um, it's all, always pretty close to Christmas because of course. that's when Morrow first started this as a family event. He had 5,000 extra wreaths one year and hmm. it was just a family thing when he was done with season. They ducked down into Arlington thanks to Senator Snow and him and his family placed these 5,000 wreaths and then, you know, it, day before Christmas they made it back up to Maine. So that's why it's kind of centered. We don't really call them Christmas wreaths. We call them Veterans Remembrance Wreaths. And if you go to wreathsacrossamerica.org, we are determined we're going to honor every hero. You can search for a cemetery out there. You can search for a group to help at wreathsacrossamerica.org. Also, in the menu, you come down to special programs. We have a me page, and you can request for us to come to your area next year. Ah. Um, That's how we get most of our ideas on where we want to go is by people requesting to see us. Uh, and that me, uh, um, we were talking off offline about how it's easier to uh, refer to the mobile education exhibit as me, M-E-E. That was she was just saying me drop down. Yeah. By the way, on the drop down, if you go to the drop down on the website too, um, volunteer, you can volunteer if there's a if there's a, a, a wreath, uh, if there's a cemetery near near enough to you, you can be a volunteer and place wreaths that day because it's thousands and thousands. You can start a new location. You can be a sponsor and then some creative ones. You can uh, trucking services. So the early story of wreaths across America was not just the wreaths, but there was some early supporters who said, hey, we'll help you with trucking and good, good Lord, in this environment, that's pretty expensive to, to you know, diesel trucks and all. So that's a lots of ways. There's lots of ways to help um, the uh, what's the you're, you're this is now what you do. What What's the most surprising part of your job? Uh, you know, every time I'm there with the me, it's how it affects the people. You never know when you enter a town what's your day is going to be like. I call a me event a snowflake, no tour alike. You could be with school children. You could be there with a DAR group. You could be with Boy Scouts. Um, we were there with an Eagle Scout not too long ago, and he built his program. Huh. And it's just amazing the people that are affected. I was at a Gold Star Mom um, convention, national convention. God bless those ladies. And, and you get to learn about people. I think that's the best thing about my job is that I get to meet people. I get to meet their veterans. We get to share about and teach our children why it's so important to remember and honor those veterans. I think that's the best thing. Tell me, uh, tell us again, as we're wrapping up the uh, places to go for people to find out more, your social media, as well as the website. So we're on Facebook at uh, our page is Reese Across America official page. We're also on Instagram, Reese Across America. We're also on Twitter as Reese Across America. You can come to our main web page, which is ReeseAcrossAmerica.org. There's a great menu up in the upper right hand corner. 
And if you click on it, you can see all about us. And you said trucking. Yes, sir. Boy, do we need trucking. We have 22 open lanes currently hmm. for the delivery of our this year. Wow. So if there's anybody out there listening that would come and pick up, we call them loads of respect, those wreaths and help us get them to the eastern seacoast. We even need them over to the Midwest to one of the docks. That would be greatly appreciated. Hmm. Great to know. Glad you could ask. Okay. Uh, thank you for coming on. We'll talk again soon. Again, Trish Gardner, the manager uh, of this great program of wreaths across America, uh, the me. And we'll uh, take a break, everybody. We'll be right back. It's Ed Martin here on the Pro America Report. Don't forget, I'll put up on social media all those links. There's the link there for the me. I'll also go find that one that has to do with the trucking. Uh, we have a lot of folks that listen that um, are working folks, and uh, maybe we'll um, get a match there, uh, and uh, that would be really helpful. So uh, we'll be right back. It's Ed Martin here on the Pro America Report. Back in a moment. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Democrats seem to have a plan to checkmate Donald Trump by getting him before a D.C. jury on unprecedented charges. Trump hater Liz Cheney, congresswoman from Wyoming, has been doing everything she can to push criminal charges against Trump, which is probably why she was defeated by an incredible margin that would humiliate anyone with the name recognition of a Cheney. Fortunately, our Constitution does not permit unfair checkmates. When one or even two political branches abuse their power, as we've watched the Democrat-controlled House improperly collaborating with the Justice Department, then frequent elections in the U.S. House and its ability to check and balance other branches should block the overreach. Republicans are predicted to retake control of the House of Representatives after the election in November. Republicans should announce now that they will reverse all injustices inflicted by the Pelosi-picked committee that has pursued its jihad against Trump. The House should then pass resolutions of pardon for every target of the Democrat-controlled Select Committee on January 6th. This includes Bannon and others who exercise their constitutional rights as supporters of Trump. Pardoning Bannon and others by the U.S. House would signal a willingness to protect Donald Trump against any politically motivated prosecution. From phony impeachments to bogus January 6th investigations, it's become clearer all the time that Democrats would much rather wield their political power as a sword against their political enemies than as a shield to defend the people who voted them into office. Democrats have positioned themselves as the party of political retribution, and that's not necessarily a terrible way to get votes. Many more leftists voted against Trump in 2020 than voted for Joe Biden. However, this game of retribution does nothing to help the American people who are suffering from terrible inflation, bloated bureaucracy, and an invasion on our southern border. If and when Republicans take control of the House after the November elections, they should immediately erase the legacy of the anti-Trump witch hunts so that they can focus on the true needs of we the people. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. For 50 years, Mrs. Schlafly promoted grassroots efforts to rally conservatives. Today, you can harness the power of social media by going to phyllisschlafly.com and sharing these commentaries with friends across the country. Get started at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on a Pro America Report. Hey, finishing up, let's talk about a little. Let's talk a little Kanye. Kanye West is getting lots of attention, uh, almost none of it good, it seems like, uh, for comments he made, some of which sounded anti-Semitic, and those are terrible if it's true. I didn't see the full interview, um, and that was bad. Um, some, which is about George Floyd, saying that George Floyd clearly was on fentanyl, and that was uh, what killed him. And again, I don't know much about that to know. I do know this. Uh, Kanye West, being an African-American man, who has criticized George W. Bush famously, right? Uh, I think he supported Obama famously. He criticized um, Donald Trump on certain issues and then supported Donald Trump on certain issues. You have to say Kanye has been able to, how to say, manage um, the new, uh, the free speech uh, part of America. He's been able to say what he wants all across the board. He's talked about running for president. He's talked about his family life. I think he was talking about his family life uh, and and how objectifying um, uh, fashion can be for and his kids seeing their mom, uh, et cetera. On 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 on. Incredible. I mean, it's um uh the um one one wonders how Kanye now he's bumped off of Twitter how he's going to keep his platform except. My 15-year-old son knows all about Kanye. He doesn't really know much about politics, but he knows all about Kanye. And now Kanye announced he bought Parler. And my son said he heard that and he went to check out Parler. And I will say I went and made sure my Parler account was working. So is it possible that Kanye is not only going to show us how free speech is done, but also go and create a free speech zone? Remember, Parler got sort of deplatformed and shut down by some of the big uh, media companies, I think by Google uh, the Google store and maybe even the Apple store. So you couldn't buy the app. I think that may be what was the original because they didn't have any constraints on some of the bad um, uh, uh, content. So is it possible that Kanye is going to have a, a vibrant free speech zone? I don't know. I, he's certainly buying parlor and I think he's spending, I don't know, just real money. I mean, millions of dollars. We'll see what he can do with it, but fascinating guy, fascinating guy. I don't agree with him much at all. Uh, but it's incredible to watch him do this in America. So, and he can get away with it because he's Kanye. So, all right, everybody, speaking of Kanye, thank you to Noah Dingley, our producer, and Joanna Spilgar, our associate producer. We'll be back tomorrow. It's Ed Martin here on a Pro America Report. We will talk to you then. This is the Pro America Report on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.